This episode is sponsored by the McCormick Center for Early Childhood Leadership at National Lewis University in Chicago. The center has this slogan, improving outcomes for children one leader at a time. Go to their webpage to find information about them. Just Google McCormick Center for Early Childhood Leadership at National Lewis University. Welcome to today's podcast in the podcast series, Research in Leadership in Schools, Early Childhood Settings and Social Care Settings. As usual, I have an interview with a researcher in the leadership field to present to you today. I hope that you will gain new insights from listening to this interview. Yeah, so I am here at National Lewis University outside of Chicago, and I am at the McCormick Center for Early Childhood Leadership. And with me is Dr. Terry Talan. She is the Michael W. Lewis Chair at McCormick Center, and she's a senior policy advisor. And first of all, welcome to the podcast, Terry. Thank you. I'm really pleased to be here. And then I want to say that, um, yeah, I'm grateful for the work you're doing at the McCormick Center, which uh, I have kind of gained much from. So thank you for the work you're doing here. Well, I, we've had such a, a wonderful relationship and learning from you. And I never heard of the Faroe Islands before I met you. And now I sort of feel like it's on my bucket list of places to visit. And I'm just thrilled that our relationship has continued since your residency here. Thank you. Uh, and today we are going to talk about an approach which you have developed here. You call it the whole leadership uh, framework. Can you maybe shortly explain what is the whole leadership framework? I'd be happy to. So I'm speaking a, a great deal from the context in the United States, but um, we have uh, really developed some consistency of understanding what effective teachers need to know and be able to do um, in order to best serve children and families. But when it comes to the program leader, we don't have that kind of clarity. And everyone who's been really engaged in professionalizing early childhood has um, put leadership on on the agenda, but it isn't really clear uh, what those competencies are. And one of the things that was a seminal report from 2015 that came out of the Institute of Medicine, the National uh, Research Council report transforming the workforce, um, indicated that there was really a problem with instructional leadership on the part of program leaders. And with that kind of charge, many people have been thinking about how do we make sure that our program leaders are instructional leaders, but they haven't really considered what else they have to do. And so our concern at the McCormick Center over the last several years was that 
we don't look for the silver bullet and not understand that leadership is complex and it's nuanced and the responsibilities of program leaders need to be understood um, more clearly. So we engaged in this iterative process where we uh, looked at all of our work over the past 35 years. We looked at the content, we analyzed the content of the leadership development programs that we offer here. We uh, wrote a series of blog posts, had you know, 100 or so people respond as we put it out into the universe and had people respond to our ideas about whole leadership. Came up with this framework that's basically at its most basic level says that every early childhood program needs to have uh, three domains of leadership that are addressed. One, pedagogical leadership, two, administrative leadership, and then a third domain, which we call leadership essentials, which undergird both administrative leadership and pedagogical leadership, and that for a program for serving young children and families to be effective, all of those leadership domains need to be attended to. And I'm very carefully talking about whole leadership and not a whole leader, because depending on the context or the size of the program, um, that leadership may reside all in one person who wears way too many hats, but, um, other times in more complex, larger, multi-site organizations, multiple leaders may be um, fulfilling those leadership functions. But the key piece is that programs need to attend and be competent with leadership in each of those three areas, and those three areas are interdependent. And that interdependence is really I think the critical piece that's often missing from other organizations' conceptualization of program leadership. And you say that uh, it is not only kind of the sole director who will do all of these kind of areas or domains, but other people as well. Will you then go out to train also other people than the directors? Yes, and I think one of the exciting things for me has been uh, how our thinking has really expanded. Once you stop thinking just about the program leader, but think about perhaps multiple leaders, you start thinking about shared competencies that are across different roles. Uh, I was uh, just recently um, doing some consulting in, in Connecticut where they're engaging using federal dollars um, uh, a new grant called the Preschool Development Grants that were new to develop shared leadership competencies across different sectors and different roles. So this was really interesting to me to think about how do you develop those competencies in teachers? Because most program leaders were teachers first. And we know that Oftentimes, people become program leaders with role authority, and they have no preparation for the leadership that they've taken on. So how do we prepare teachers both to uh, really engage in a shared leadership role within the organization as a teacher and help prepare them to become more effective 
as program leaders, should they choose to uh, move into an administrative role later? So what occurred to me as we started getting into this work is that when because I do a lot of, of uh, professional development around the concept of shared leadership. And oftentimes, program administrators think about delegating administrative tasks to teachers. Like, how can I help get my work done if I can de- delegate to others some of those tasks? And one of the challenges that I throw out for program leaders in, in the work that I do is that's delegating work, but are you delegating leadership? And when you're really sharing leadership, it's different than just administrative tasks. So starting to think about sharing leadership um, and thinking about the leadership competencies from the whole leadership perspective, it really starts creating an opportunity to be very expansive about preparing teachers to be leaders, um, as well as other others within an early childhood organization. And you said that the whole leadership framework has three domains. It's the pedagogical leadership, administrative leadership, and then leadership essential. Is it uh, kind of some of these three areas which is more easily shared with the teachers, the program director with mm-hmm. the teacher, or is, is kind of all of them equal in, in their sharing? Yeah, I think... Um, that's really an interesting point of view. I, I, I think that once you start thinking about um, uh, which competencies could be shared across different roles, I think the idea would be to try to have some balance about it. Um, so for example, pedagogical leadership really is inclusive of instructional leadership with classroom um, practices, and it's deep engagement with families. That's what is included in that instructional leadership piece. So if you're working with teachers, that seems like the first entree into thinking about sharing leadership, is thinking about how do you engage teachers in leading and supporting other teachers met through mentoring programs, through facilitation of a community of practice around what's going on in the classrooms. So those seem to me to be a really good place to begin to think about it. And um, oftentimes what's I see happening outside of the McCormick Center and outside of this whole leadership framework is separating that instructional leadership as if it's a separate role from the program leader. But even if that work is delegated or shared, it still is a part of that work of whole leadership for which a person with role authority is ultimately responsible to make sure it's happening and happening um, well. And now you have talked a little bit about pedagogical leadership. If we then move on to talk about administrative leadership, so what is kind of... Uh, the essence of administrative leadership in early childhood? I'd say that uh, administrative leadership is really making sure that there are uh, efficient systems in place that are make the workings of an organization consistent. So where uh, many organizations may have very 
uh, complicated operational policies about what should happen, they don't often, oftentimes you find that their policies aren't actually consistently implemented. So I would say the work of administrative leadership is being intentional about systems um, in the organization, whether they're systems for um, uh, uh, for meetings, uh, I'm just going to pick one example because I want to get away from thinking that if you're an administrative leader, all you're doing is doing paperwork or you know, like I filling out forms. That I would call some of the tasks of leadership or or, or management is a part of it, but that's not that's not the essence of administrative leadership. When I think about how um, staff work together, whether it's a staff meeting or curriculum planning meetings, that requires budgeting, it requires staffing patterns that work so children are well cared for while staff are meeting. That's administrative leadership. It requires budgeting to make that happen. Um, it requires organizational supports that only administrative leadership can make sure are in place. And if we then move out, move on to leadership essentials, so what is that about? Uh, leadership essentials has to do with uh, the dispositions and the skills that are a, kind of the glue to hold it all together. It's about communication skills. It's relationships. It's about knowing how to build relationships with staff and among staff and with external stakeholders as well. So it's it's about uh, communication internal with your organization and external um, as well. Um, it's about making sure that the pieces are in place for shared leadership, uh, having an approach that creates a, a climate, a work climate, that is really supportive of teachers and others doing their best work, taking risks, um, learning, uh, being a learning organization. All of those pieces are part of what I call leadership essentials. Uh, is is there one part or is there one of these three domains which is the most challenging for uh, for American um, early childhood leaders? I I think or administrators. I think in Europe, when if I presented the three domains, most of my early childhood directors would say, "Okay, the administrative leadership is really difficult. I'm good at pedagogical leadership, and leadership essential is kind of okay." Is is <laughs> is the situation the same in America? Do you think? Um, I would say that most uh, administrators, and it would depend on whether we're talking about school-based or center-based. So if I'm a leader of a school that has early childhood programs within my scope of responsibilities, I have a master's degree and uh, in ed education leadership, which is focused on understanding finances, community relations, team building, um, educational reform. I may not have much about specific instructional practices with young children. Um, and so that piece about the missing piece about instructional leadership for young children is missing. And so I say in that setting, what you have is a need for supplementing that basic education now with best practices and instructional leadership for young children. 
One of the things when I visited Finland that really impressed me, which I wish we had the same thing in the United States. So I don't know if this is typical of Nordic countries or not, but I remember that the principal of the school needed to be qualified to teach whatever grades were within his or her purview. I happened to meet with a a male uh, principal, but basically, he he said he would need to have been capable of teaching the any age group that he's responsible for leading and we don't have that one could be like uh have uh taught high school and then become a principal in the United States and have preschoolers in your school and you've had no experience working or teaching or interacting with young children. That is a real problem. So that's just a little off aside. I know I went off topic a little bit. But if I'm an administrator in a center-based organization, chances are I've come from being a teacher. I at least know what it means to work with young children. I have a strong background in working with families and understanding environments that support children and and family engagement, but I probably don't have any of the business practices that the principal does. So what I need there and what's missing is a different component of the whole leadership framework. And and so really, uh, uh, there there isn't one answer right now in the United States because we don't have a consistent preparation system for preparing leaders of community-based organizations in the same way we do with school-based leaders. And and kind of this uh, whole leadership framework, it's like an overarching (coughs) system. And now you are kind of uh, beginning to fill out kind of the three domains. Is, Is there some area which is kind of more in need of research and development than others? I think where we really need research, and I'm so glad you asked that question, is about the interconnectedness between the domains. Mm-hmm. So we have research about the importance of strong administrative practices related to classroom quality. We all, we have research around the pedagogical leadership. We have research about qualifications. What we don't have is this understanding of the system approach of all of these domains working together. And that's where I would love to see some research happening, looking at where that connectedness is happening and where it isn't, and what does the impact that has on young children and and teacher retention and uh, financial viability. I um, Silos don't work. We know that in other aspects, siloed leadership doesn't work either. And so, you know, we, we uh, several of my colleagues here at the McCormick Center and myself uh, decided uh, we really needed to get this out in a deeper way to, yes, it's a great framework and it resonates with lots of people and it, it's being embedded in various ways in policy, which I can share with you as well. But one of the things that we wanted was to really make it more concrete for practitioners. So we um, have a new book coming out, um, and it'll be coming out, I believe, October 1st of, of this year, 2019. And it's called Building on Whole Leadership, Energizing and Strengthening Your Early Childhood Program. and 
I would say a, maybe a third of the book have um, reflective activities and practices for program leaders to think about their own strengths and areas where they might want to increase their skill set and um, help guide their own professional development journey. And so we wanted to make this more than just theoretical and and policy directed, but move it into the practical and support individuals in their leadership development. You you said that there are some um, some governments or states who have implemented this in in their policy. Can you uh, tell us a little about uh, a little bit about that? So one of the challenges is that every state uh, may approach what it means to be a qualified early childhood program director or leader differently. And one thing we are located in the state of Illinois. And one of the things that Illinois did was work recently on making sure that the Illinois director credential, which is our state administrator credential, was organized by the whole leadership domains. So we now have a uh, director credential with 10 content areas, and each of the content areas is broken into the area of either pedagogical leadership, administrative leadership, or leadership essentials. And all of that work is reflected in clear competencies that an individual can work to achieve um, to attain the director credentials. So that's one example of how you could use this framework to make sure that you're really preparing leaders to be competent in all of the areas that it takes to have really highly productive programs. We are nearing us the end, Terry, and it's very interesting. I know you have some stuff on the McCormick Center homepage. Maybe you can talk a little bit what we uh, or my listeners can find there about whole leadership framework. Ah, that's really a good example. Um, I mean, they go to McCormickCenter.nl.edu and they can find a whole leadership framework in a lovely graphic that can be printed that shows not just these three domains, but really breaks it down into some more of the competencies specific to each of these domains. Um, and then we have blog posts, um, some wonderful resources that can be used as sort of, you know, conversation starters. Um, and actually, uh, I think I'm not sure we have anything else specific to whole leadership, but um, they can look forward to us having more resources as time goes on. And and if my listeners want to find more about what you are doing, Terry, is there a kind of a research profile somewhere where they can go and look at what uh, you have done? But on the McCormick Center website, we have bios, and so we have our research research um, agendas and work that we've achieved. Uh, from the, for myself, my work has been um, around studying uh, systems integration, but also leadership practices. So I co-authored with Paula Jordy Bloom the Program Administration Scale, which is a tool for reliably measuring leadership and management practices in center-based programs and also another tool for doing the same in home-based 
early childhood programs called the Business Administration Scale for Family Child Care. So both of those are referenced in my bio on the website. And um, I, I just look forward to having opportunity to engage with those doing this work all over the world. It's very exciting to think about how whole leadership resonates in different uh, contexts, different uh, uh, worlds of early childhood. But I think most people would agree we don't have one consistent set of understandings about what the program leader know needs to know and be able to do. And the McCormick Center wants to lead that work to come to some consensus. Thank you, Terry, and thanks for giving us your time to uh, listen yeah. to you and to gain knowledge from you. Thank you. We have come to the end of this podcast. I hope you have enjoyed the interview with a researcher in the area of schools, early childhood settings, and social care settings. We have a group on Facebook. You are welcome to join us there. You can have news about podcasts and we can discuss issues being brought up in the interviews. Just go on Facebook and in the search field, search research in leadership in schools, early childhood settings and social care settings. Well, the last thing for me is just to wish you a marvelous day. Bye-bye.